announcement though. We have something that means something that needs to be said. Stacey. And India's gonna say it because guess what? India is the genius that came up with the right thing. She's lying. She is. She's the genius. She's gonna tell you guys the news. All right, guys. So we are renaming the podcast only because we were sitting here thinking, you know, both of us are introverts. Both of us love to sit on our couches. Literally, we're on the couch. Liter- right now. We are on the couch right now. And so we want to speak to those people that love to live on the couch. So sit welcome to. Yes. Yeah, well, live on the couch. Live on the couch, yeah. sit on the couch. You do everything on the couch. You eat <laughs> on the couch. on your couch. Yeah, because you sit on it too damn long. Yes. Welcome to On the Couch. On the Couch with Stacey and India. We love it. So, in Indy. Indy. Either or works either for me. Or, either or. So, yes, if you are an introvert or you just like to sit on the couch, right? Maybe you enjoy a glass of wine or whatever you drink, tea, coffee, whatever, water. You sit on the couch. This is for you. This is for you. We are looking out for you because nobody really talks about the real, the reality. The reality of life is that who the who wants to go outside? Okay, this is what kills me. Most people, most people spend a lot of time at home. I mean, unless you are a person who actively goes out and parties and stuff like that, or you're at the bar all the time, most people are at home on the couch, right? Or you're in your space. On the couch, at you know, you work from home. Exactly. We both work from home right we now. We do. Yeah. I was in a hybrid situation, but that's a long story. So I work at home <laughs> right now, but I still got a job. <laughs> right yeah. Now, as of today. <laughs> so I mean, I think it's it's one of those things that we want to make sure that we are staying true to the reality of our situation. And the reality of our situation is that we are trying not to be basic. But we are. Okay, but oh, all right, hold on. Let's define basic. Basic meaning it ain't, it ain't all that. It's not that serious. Okay. It means right. that we just like, listen, it ain't that deep. It's not. It is not that deep. Just sit down. And as as a part as people who, you know, work and have regular lives and Tired. stuff like that. Right. We get exhausted and drained. It's really not that deep the way that we want to make it seem. If we ain't living it up on Instagram either. Most of them people are lying anyways. They lying. And if you check us out, you see that Masha's books. <laughs> And I'm somewhere in the middle of a desert. So I mean, yeah. So the reality is, is that in order for us to maintain this theme and this motif, you hear that word, right? I got you. I got you. I feel it. I got you. So in order for us to to maintain that, we want to make sure that we are being authentic from the rooter to the tutor. Amen. So, you know, part of this is us saying that we are literally on the couch. Yes. As we speak. As we speak. So Instagram, I want you guys to stay posted. We'll be posting what couch will be on for the week. Yes. So it may be mine. The big comfy couch. Yes. It Her may, couch is comfy too. Though. It may be Stacy's, or it just may be a guest couch that, hey, we're just hanging out at a new spot and that's where we're going to record our podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you guys for joining. We love you as the audience. Yes. Yes. All right. Today's episode. What do we want to talk about today? We need to start off with our mental check in. Okay. So it is Friday. We like I said, we both work and 
I have to check in with my girl India because before we get into our conversation, I want to make sure that she's good, right? So this is our check-in. India, how was your week? My week was, uh, it actually was great. Super productive, you know, good balance between work and regular life. So still trying to keep up my mental mental health. That's extremely important for me right now. Working remotely has its challenges. And for those of you guys who do stay at home a lot, it's really, really important to remember that, you know, keeping yourself active, not just in a physical standpoint, but spiritually and mentally, emotionally is also extremely important. You know, whether that is um, reaching out to family or friends to have an ear to talk to, whether that is going out, not out in a bar setting or things like that or partying, but, you know, just being around people, because I think that really helps check yourself socially. So important for me this week was to make sure that I'm staying in tune with my mental health, but I encourage you guys or our listeners to do the same thing because working remotely and, you know, especially if that's all you're doing right, that can be extremely hard. So I'm doing great. What about you, Stacey? I'm good. I think just to comment on what you said, Living alone and working remotely. Oh my gosh. That, that is a different, that, that right there will have you talking to, well, I talk to myself anyway. Oh, but every day. you, it, I, I think that there's another aspect of that, you know, that, you know, if you have, sometimes I've, I've found that when I have people that visit me, um, like my parents while I'm working, it's it just nice just to know somebody else. Isn't it else nice to have somebody else in the, in the other room? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They don't even have to talk. Just hearing that TV on or hearing them flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> in the kitchen <laughs> moving around dishes look, look my dad set off the fire alarm you know like this little things like that it just it just it does feel good it, it feels does. good to be alone but then at the same time when you work alone too yes um it it does feel good to sometimes have and it, it can be a, an added challenge and although you have meetings too like it's so it's a very different experience than yeah. like in-person meetings so so it doesn't even satisfy or kind of help oh no aspect. it's not the same it's yeah. not the same because the meeting has a, a theme yeah and when you're in the office like for instance when I went into the office I interacted with people that weren't on my team and it weren't didn't work in you know under my business so you know the interactions that I got were so varied right whereas when you work from home and it's just you and these virtual meetings it's more you know it's, it's not as organic it's more like hey I have this to talk about right you know but I will also say one more thing before I tell you how my week was is that we do have the benefit and I can appreciate it because I'm from Ohio but we do have the benefit of living in a space that is conducive to being outside. You're right. So being in Phoenix, Tempe, um, Arizona in February, it's beautiful outside. It is. It's it's it like is. why would you not be outside? Either it's taking a walk, going on a hike, or just being outside and just doing all kind of things because there's lots of activities. So and the sun is always shining. The sun is shining most of the time. Yeah. Um, but I do have a Peloton. So, so I don't be outside at all. I mean, if it, I if, it was, day. if it was cold and, and, and had snow, then yeah, you probably shouldn't be outside, but come on. I do. I, I go to my car to go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> well, sometimes I go to Chick-fil-A today. I went to Chipotle. Okay. <laughs> 
I, I made a home a home lunch, a homemade oh, okay. lunch. So. so, but yesterday I did go get um some a, a tuna salad. Hmm. So from Panera? No, I went to Ahi. Okay. Oh, oh is that good? It actually was delicious. Okay, I'm really gonna have good. to try that. I'm I try I, I love I love raw fish. Oh, so. is it was it raw tuna? Yeah. Oh, never mind. They have. Some, I mean, <laughs> it depends on where you go, but super. See, good. this is one of our differences. I'm a little bit more adventurous yeah. when it comes to food and, and things like that. Stacy is a little bit more reserved and conservative. Listen, we don't do that in Cincinnati, okay? <laughs> we don't do that. Listen, if you never try it one time, how will you know if you like it? You just don't. Some stuff you don't need to know. But how will you know? You don't need to know everything. Because I be going on, you, you did some new stuff. And what? You be like, okay. <laughs> Wait, what? What was new? Horchata. Okay. Horchata. All right. Uh that that is my shit. That I love me some horchata. I think it's cause it's it's really sweet though. You like it's that a, sweet I stuff. do. I do. I had you know how to say it. Like I was like, what is this? She was like, yeah, it's kind of sweet. I was like, ooh. Yeah. That was when we first met. Yeah. That was the first time I we, had that. We went to the taco place. The taco flight. Yeah. That was decent. Yeah, it was. It was they awesome. was they was like, y'all need to get up out of here. <laughs> they were ready to close. Y'all, we stayed till closing. We did. We did. Anyways, this is I was supposed to tell y'all about my week. Yes. Y'all. <laughs> I've been like, I'm in between. Okay. So I just recently got a new role within my same company. Um, and I have two more weeks in my current role and the people in my current role have made it their mission to get on my nerves. Okay. Okay. And it's black history month. I had to like, I woke up this morning, like it's black history month. And that's how they doing you. And they doing me like this. I just don't understand. But um, I talked to my dad. Look, I'm not crying. It's just my nose is running. I really don't want to blame it on Debo right now, but I think <laughs> by the way, guys, Debo is my I think my fun dog. He is my friend. But I think he is making me. <laughs> and if you wonder why his name is Debo, it's because it's exactly the reflection of his personality. He's, he's sleep a, now. He's though. a bully. He's sleep, but he like me though. But anyways, um, I'm not crying. I'm just sniffling a little bit because I'm not used to fur in my life, right? But I love me some Debo, so it's all good. Anything for him. Um, but yeah, so they tried to get on my nerves. They tried it, but then I said no. Mm. I said no. I told everybody on the call, I said, I got two weeks. Two weeks. Mm. Okay, I'll let you know who the backfill is, but two weeks. Okay. Well, since I'm proud of you, I'm really proud of you. For number one, you you making that decision to just go for it. But number two, you staying consistent with it and also keeping keeping yourself level headed as you're you're going through this, you know, transitional phase. Cause I know it hasn't been easy for you. No, and I have lost my cool a couple of times. But in a professional way because I I am a professional I am like on calls I am but I make sure I press mute or go and then I look, go in the other room you hide that camera turn your face off look turn it off but other than that um, I think this week was dope because we went out. Yes. In the middle of the week, we went to a place called Trap House Barbecue, right? Yes, we did. Downtown. 
Phoenix. And, and listen to uh, DJ Tiggs. And R&B. It was a good R&B night. So this is huge for us. If Very you, much. If you're an introvert, you understand how During the week? To get off your couch. During the week? After work? <laughs> we were supposed to go the next day too, but... Listen, bedtime is 10 p.m. around my house. So. 9.30 is when that thing go off. <laughs> that, that it just went off is when it go off and I got to go. Um, but yeah, so I am in a space right now where I'm just feel poured into because I'm here with my sis India and we're having conversations that we want to have on our terms and it's a beautiful it's a it's 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 a, a opportunity to feel like I'm not just taking and being taken from yes and I'm actually in a space where I can be filled and filled up and you're doing something to uh, you know increase that creative energy 100% I think that's probably a whole nother episode, but just being in a corporate space and needing to find that balance because a lot of stuff is so structured. Right. And you don't get you. You're spending so much energy in a space that is not necessarily given back to you and you don't get to be as creative as you probably could be. Right. Um, So I think that this is just a great outlet for me personally. Mm-hmm. And so thank you for giving me this. Aww. Appreciators. Thank you for doing this with me. You know, it is what it is. We we try. <laughs> we try. All right, India. Okay. What we got? What, you, what what we got today? Today, okay, y'all. So I know y'all have seen, if you haven't seen, you need to check out uh Harlem on Amazon Prime. India wasn't hip to the game. I had to hip her to the game. She watched the first season. I semi-watched it because I had watched it already. Um, and so what we wanted to do was kind of, you know, being that this is our first full episode, um, we wanted to use that show in the first episode from season two to kind of give us a platform to talk about more things, but just kind of get the conversation and discussion going. So if you haven't heard about Harlem and India, you interrupt me whenever but if you haven't heard about Harlem it is a show on Amazon Prime and it's got these 30 something year old I would say 30 something well in real life 40 something (laughs) but they look 30 something or even less than that because you know black don't crack right So 30 something year olds living in Harlem professionals for the most part. And they're just going through life together, almost like India mentioned earlier. It's kind of like the idea of girlfriends. Yes. So it, it's it's a, it's got that same vibe to it. So right? y'all, we we was uh we was prepping and 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 I meant brought that up is it kind of reminds me of like the foundation of girlfriends. Yes. So yes. if, if you haven't seen, well, number one, if you haven't seen Girlfriends, get you your def- life. You you definitely need to go check that get out. Get your life. It's on Netflix now. Yes. Number two, Harlem is on Amazon, as uh, Stacy mentioned. So that's also a a good good show to binge watch. It's a, it's a good binge watch. So with that being said, we're gonna like I think. You know, going forward, we might want to recap the episode a little bit. Um, but I don't know. Do you want to do that now? Or do you want to kind of go into what we feel about the characters and what we feel about 
um, you know, this episode and kind of what type of topics kind of come to mind from a pop culture or from even our experience um, as, as interesting topics to talk about. I think it wouldn't hurt to kind of reduce to like a like a quick recap, but then also talk about based on that recap where the, the current um uh, characters are right now in their lives and then just go from there based okay. on their you know where they're at in their ch- in their lives so. I'm gonna let you do the recap because <laughs> you watched it twice I only watched it once alright y'all so yeah. Harlem season 2 episode 1 um, we have our our uh, our four main characters Quinn Camille Angie and Ty. And Ty. if you if you don't know who plays those, um, I will tell you that we have some awesome people in there. Some beautiful Megan Good, black Grace people. Byers, uh Jerry Johnson. Oh my god, you know their names. And who's the who's Dang, the woman who plays you. Angie? She oh, is so up. beautiful. I'm look at her. While Stacey's looking that up. But essentially, you know, this is really about these women who are in their in their 30s, um, you know, in what we call the rest of the world, um, women that are over there, you know, in that age between like 27 and onward, those are quote unquote leftover women. So in this in this first episode, we start to see um Okay. Oh, Angie. Uh, <laughs> Shanique, Shaniqua Shandai. Okay. Awesome. You Beautiful. By the way, yes, you guys go have to go her. check this out if you haven't already. And if you if you already know what I'm talking about, then we're speaking the same language right yes, now. You meant for this podcast, but we <laughs> you meant for it. We start to see um, the 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 uh, characters' lives unfold. We start to see Quinn step into this new romance, but also understanding more of herself, you know, um, falling in love, falling in love with a woman. We start to see Ty's past come back to her and we find out that she's married and she now has to, to address that. Yes. She was married to a man. She is lesbian. Yes. She's lesbian in the show. We start to see Camille who, you know, breaks up Ian's, uh, merit, uh, essentially his yeah. engagement the day before his wedding and her well, trying to, she- okay. 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 We'll, we'll get there. Wait. But we start to see her life unfold a little bit. And then Angie, you know, she's trying to just figure out when is it going to be her time, right? Her next shot. And I'm sure all of us in the world can say we've all been in their shoes at some point, whether it's discovering yourself, whether your past is coming to hunt you or whether it's you're trying to bank on some luck or some type of token that gets you into the next step. Yes. So we've chosen some really interesting topics in this podcast to look at some key points in this particular episode that was really heavy. Some of those are more community perspective, cultural perspective, women perspective, but also sexuality, um, but also just like general questions of like, what kind of BS would you deal with versus not? 100%. And I love what you said. First of all, India, round of applause. We need to put that little thing in there, which you slap because you did a great job. I, Thank I, you. Debo's up. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I would say too, from what you said is that I feel like each character is, is kind of exaggerated, but that, like you said, you can take these little pieces of it and like, I can find a time where I was Camille. Yes. And I was 
talking and thinking too much. Yes. And Quinn, who was questioning life Mm. and Ty, who had, like you said, the back, the the baggage and the things in the past come back. Um, And then also Angie, who's just trying to get her shit together and get herself started up. So I think what's really dope is that even though sometimes you cringe, that you still can see you can pieces of yourself in, in each character. Absolutely. I love that. And, and they're all, what I love too, is just the, first of all, the environment, the Harlem backdrop. Oh my gosh. And you know, I think it's so amazing that they've decided to put that show in Harlem to really showcase the city. The city and the, and even the gentrification. Yes. And like little pieces of it. Um, I think anything set in New York has a, a, a certain vibe to it. That's pretty dope. So, um, but yeah. Do we want to get into these topics? I think we should. Okay. These are juicy. These are really juicy. Okay. So I'm going to put three out there. You choose which one you want to take first. Because we might not be able to get everyone in this one episode, but. Yeah. You know. So first one. What would you have done if you were the bride and you got, and you caught Camille and your husband your soon-to-be husband kissing the day before your wedding who would what would you do don't answer it yet the second one jameson or ian (laughs) jameson or ian okay which one and the third one would you be open to a relationship with a a lesbian or a bisexual person Mm. i would say bisexual person because you know you could go either way yeah that's it so those are three and we you know which one do you want to talk about first which one do you think sparks the interest i i mean all of them are really good i I would probably say based on the episode that we watched and kind of the unfur the unfolding of um the the characters lives i would probably say we probably want to start off with maybe camille okay and her the, the effect of like her and Ian's relationship that they have on his engagement. Okay. What are your thoughts? So here's the thing. I feel like sometimes as women, we're so quick, you know, when, when his fiance saw them kiss, yeah. um, she called out Ian. Yeah. And I think that was such a good thing because many times we're so quick to call out the woman yeah. versus the man, but it's essentially the man who makes the decision. 100%. He did not have to kiss Camille back. Right. Yep. He could have stood his ground. And so, but also she pointed out to Ian that, you know, Camille left you and decided not to stick by your side in a lot of like key points in your life, right? Yeah. When you had a lot of, when you have some opportunity, when things were going to change, when you were moving across the country. Yep. And so I think that is something to look at and say, do we, what, what would you do? Right. Is it easy to blame yeah. the woman because she's the one that is coming in this relationship and breaking it apart based on her past with this man? Or is it easy to look at the man and say, you have to make a decision, sir. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? For me, I, you know, I am a, I am a person that believes that we need to hold people accountable for the decisions that they make in Propose to girlfriend to the girl. I don't know her name. So when he proposed, he wasn't really he he must have not been ready then. 
Well, I think he just didn't have the girl that he wanted in front of his face. So you just go for the whatever is in front of you, basically. Well, you go for the woman that is supporting you. Okay. I get what you're saying. So she was there. She was supporting him. She's beautiful. Beautiful girl. Right. I mean, there's both women are amazingly, extraordinarily gorgeous. Right. Um, one was there for you in, in this foreign country. You know, and, you know, supported you. The other one was in New York City. For four years, you were gone. You see her and you are a man. So you are mesmerized. And you probably, like we said before, you probably didn't deal with the fact that you weren't with her. So instead of actually, you know, getting your feelings in check and being able to say, okay, I'm ready to move on. You just got someone to fill in the gap that was there. You know, and so that makes you very vulnerable and susceptible to this woman because you never really got her out of your system. Right. So I think for me that 100 percent old girl should not have came at Camille, that she should have held him responsible to say, listen, you're right. You were are supposed to marry me tomorrow. Right. Buddy, you're kissing this lady, you know, but I beg to think that there were some signs before before she agreed to marry him yeah. you know sometimes i feel like as women too we get so caught up in the fact oh i want to get married right we and all he wants to marry we, me exactly we we get up and we get up into that space and we forget you know is is his actions is he doing the things that i need yeah, right yeah. or you know in a partnership um that's leading to a marriage yeah. and we get so focused hyper focused on that marriage concept that we kind of just dismiss dismiss all of the red flags yeah. that, that are coming up but you know what i also noticed stacy is to me it's a it's a it's a it's a two it's a uh, a double, yeah, a double sided reflection. Yeah, so, yeah. Camille was always stagnant in Harlem. Yeah, she. What do you mean by stagnant? Okay, so she wasn't gonna leave, right? Okay. New York. Okay. So okay. this man has now he has a new chapter in his life. Yeah, he's trying to move on with that. And when she comes back, when he comes back, Camille is still available. To me, that's almost saying that as long as we don't leave New York, yeah. I'm okay. But as soon as we open that up to, you know, either living living outside of the country or living outside of New York, the relation is relationship is up for potential, you know, breakdown. Mm -hmm. So as a partner, I wouldn't want somebody that you're only available when I come to this, when I'm, when, when I'm, when we're living in the city, because what about our future, right? What if we wanted to build and expand outside of this? That tells me right then and there, you may not have the capacity to do that Yeah, because you didn't want to leave. Would you move for a relationship? That was not a marriage that, that you did, even though he wanted to, she didn't know he didn't like he had the ring when he was in the taxi leaving. And this is from season one, y'all not season two, but he was it, he had the ring in the taxi and he was leaving. He didn't propose to her. So he didn't really give her a commitment that he was in it. So what you have left in that situation as a professional woman I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm, I'm such a romantic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, if, if, 
if this is my soulmate and this is the person that I just, I have to be with and I cannot live without, I would move. Mm. And and to be honest with you, I've actually have done that before. Okay. I've made a big decision to say, I'm going to be in this space to be with another person because I love them and I, I want to be with them and it, I'm going to support them in in whatever they're dealing with right now, Mm. whether that's a new job or whatever that is. So the answer, yes, you would. I would. What about you? I got to have a ring on my finger. (laughs) I got to know that you got some skin in this game, too. But see what he was going to propose to her. But she didn't know that. She but, didn't know that. But see, here's the thing. You do all this work, right? Yeah, yeah. You spend all this time together. You put all on this effort. And you mean to tell me you have no sense that he's not going to propose to you? I mean, I'm I to me, and it's and this is not, this is probably a flaw. You know, this is probably a flaw in my personality. Okay. But I look at at marriage from a legal and business perspective. So if I have a career and I have a means of taking care of myself that attaches me to a certain place, then until I have a commitment that you are financially obligated to also support me, then it's going to be very hard for me to give up what is keeping me going. So, and just bank on you. Now, this is coming from a person who probably has never loved anybody like that to where I even feel like that's worth it. So do you feel like Ian at that point maybe should have proposed to show her how serious he was? I think he should have. I think he should have talked about it at least to say like, you know, I know this is a tough thing, but I am here. I'm committed to you. I want to marry you, but I wanted to make sure that it's an authentic proposal. Like, I don't want to just propose I wouldn't want him to propose to her just because he wants her to go. But I think that you have to give me something. Right. You know, like I, I, if, if, especially depending on how you are raised and how you grew up, because you know, if, if you are a woman that literally has always taken care of herself or that always, you know, depended on herself or had to depend on herself to be uh, to just live, then, you know, it might be harder for her to choose love because she's going to choose survival. And she's going to do whatever she can to make sure she's guaranteed survival. That makes sense. So having a ring first would have probably would have helped her. Do you think? I think it would a ring and a signed not no document. But you know what? I am not. I am. I am practical. S A F. You know, in terms of marriage, I have to like. I'm not looking at it love as far as love. Like I'm looking at it as, and this is, isn't you know, no right or wrong. It's just as, and then it might be something wrong with me, but, <laughs> but I'm looking at it almost as a business is that if this is a merger, I want to make sure that it makes sense. Right. And that, you know, you know, cause we can love each other without a ring. Like I can love you in London. 
Like I, I, I will go. Like if I have a good job, I have money. I will pay my own plane ticket. I will go see you. You know, I, I will go see you once a month. But if you, if you really love that person, the way that you say that you do, yeah. But I don't need you to be. I don't need to be around you every day. But see, here's the thing that got me is that before she talked to her teacher, she was all willing to do this. Mm. And then she changed her mind. Yeah. Based on a fear of that, you may not have it all if you make this decision, which is is very right. It was fine, too. That's a factor, too. Listen, (laughs) that is a factor that he's fine. Uh. You get people that's fine more chances than you than if he was ugly. If he was not, if he, if you was not with him for looks, and you was like, and then I get what <laughs> you're saying. So bad. I, all right, y'all. Uh, it sounds bad. Sounds bad. No, I, I get what you're saying. I guess I'm. I'm just. You know where like, are you at? What do you want? What do you, what do you see? I'm a romantic. I'm sorry. I'm a hopeless romantic. And you're probably saying, well, yeah, girl, that's why you're single right now. Okay. Well, I'm single too. No, no. I'm just saying in general. <laughs> that is probably I'm why I am. But you know what? I, I truly believe that when you love somebody and that, that connection is meant to be, it's unbreakable. Then you, you support your partner. You want, you want to do and to, and be with them. Right. Um, and, and sometimes that means that moving out of the country, you know, and who knows what kind of opportunities Camille could have been presented by moving out of the, the state. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, the country, the country this time. Yeah. So that's how he I was look going at to it. London, right? Mm-hmm. Which is Western, you know, they, they don't like us over there. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say they don't like us. I think they like us, but I think we probably annoy them. I, I would, I would go with the hopeless romantic route. You gonna go to hopeless my I'm gonna I'm gonna go it depends. Um because I'm not opposed to distance relationships mm-hmm. because I do like having my space. Okay. I'm the same person that would be open to having a separate room with my spouse, mm-hmm. like having a house with us having two different rooms. Okay. And you can come in here because sometimes you need your space. He's like, you can come visit. You can come visit. That's why I'm like, I need a big house. Okay. <laughs> if I get married, I need a big house. But like, I also believe that if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I shouldn't have to not follow what I feel my heart needs right. in order for us to be together. Like, I do feel like, um, I do feel as though it, it, it it's not a deal breaker for me to be in a different location than the person that I'm with until I feel comfortable. So if I, if I say, Hey, person babe if i'm a romantic is that what we say we're romantics babe hey babe give me six months let me see what i can do with that goal in mind of us being together but give me some time like i don't want it to be all in this one moment right let me figure out how I can do that and still feel like I'm staying true to who I am and being able to support you. But I cannot just pick up my life because you have this opportunity. Okay. Just give me some time. I get what you're saying. Right. If it was in the country. Well, and then also though, what 
shit, we are remote. That's right, too. <laughs> so if I'm working remote, which honestly, I don't think I'm remote out of the country, but I could inside of the country was dope about being remote and why I wanted to have a position where it allowed me to be mm-hmm. 100% remote, even though it does require a significant amount of travel. But the thing about it is that you can live anywhere and you could do your work from and anywhere. you can still do your work. Now, I don't know about London, but I mean, she's at a university. Okay. Them things don't go nowhere. No, they don't. They stay right For there. For a few years. Unless then- you virtual, unless it's COVID, she could have taught online. <laughs> For a whole year. Why you look like you about to go to sleep? I'm not. <laughs> I'm just trying to like... I don't know. I just... I, I And I'm not saying you do that. But I, I just felt like when the connection is real... But the question is, was the connection real? That now that that that's the question. Was it real? Because he went over there and found Becky. Well, she wasn't Becky. She wasn't Becky. She was good. She I don't have no problems with old girl. Do you have any problems with old girl? I don't know. Not really. So he went over there and got her. But I think at the end of the day, like we said earlier, sometimes you get with people to fill a gap right. versus filling the gap internally and then making sure that whoever you get is there because it's them being there and not because there's something that they need to feel for you that's not there. And that's what he did. I think it's, it is. You know, I, I don't think that that was a lust thing. Yeah. I think that was Filling remembering in. the old. Do you do you feel like he was selfish and and asking Camille to go with him and not considering her needs and her desires? I think men can be selfish like that. Okay. I think that there's an expectation that we are there for them. She said you look like you're about to fall asleep. <laughs> You got these glasses on. I know I got mine on too, but oh, I know they're like <laughs> super big. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you look like uh, auntie, auntie. <laughs> you look like auntie right now. Dang. You go out here knocked out. I get called auntie. I oh damn! I woke him up. Size. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, do we want to? Okay, so. That is kind of how we started this particular first season. We we started with that situation where Ian and Camille got back together. But then this gets messy. It's messy, messy, messy. Yes. Because we got this dude, Jameson, who to me is a little bit stiff, you know, but he is in the picture when Camille is having this, this, you know, conflict. But she also chose him, too. She chose him? Yeah, to be with him. Or was he just convenient? I think it was a mix of both. Mm-hmm. Conveniency. You chose to be with him because he is in New York. Mm-hmm. But then this is what hurt me is that he he let he he decided that he was going to decline a job. He did the opposite. But that she did. Right. Right. He was serious about her. And I know sometimes that's the interesting thing about love is that you don't, it's not always going to work out the way that you imagine, right? Mm -hmm. You sometimes make decisions based on 
whatever is going on at that time. Mm. What you, you know, based on how you're feeling about a certain person, especially if you're in a relationship mm-hmm. with them. So that, that was very interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like that is a harder thing for a man to do than a woman to do? Do you have, do you give Jameson more props or do you make his love for Camille heavier? Like, is it more weighted because he sacrificed his livelihood in order to be with her than the opposite way? You know what? Based on the fact that Camille and Ian had kissed two times, well, one time before this second kiss, that made me question Camille's in, really, like true intention, intention to be with Jameson. Okay. Whether it yeah, was yeah. whether it was really about being with him mm-hmm. versus just filling in a placeholder. Mm-hmm. So be- because of that, I I don't I wouldn't say that his love is heavily uh, weighted against hers, but I do feel like he, you know, she was her intentions was a little bit different than his. Yeah. So I guess from a predictive standpoint, who do you think that Camille is going to be with at the end? <laughs> of this uh, series, of this uh, season. Well, Jameson is thrown out the window. I mean, the kind of shit she did, like, no. You're, but you're, he is also did quit his job for her. But he's also, you know what I think he's going to do? What? He's probably going to accept that job anyway. That is not, a, that's not easy for a man to do, by the way. It's not. It's Especially not. when you're in academia, uh-huh. you are working towards a goal, right? Mm-hmm. And you you now have an opportunity to go up a ladder. Yeah. And you, you sacrificed it for this girl. Right. She don't make him, see, this is why I think it is so important to just really be honest about how you feel. Yes. Because at the end of the day, you have to stop. Like you have to give yourself time with people to see if like, do you really, really like this person? Because what ends up happening is you end up hurting other people and you end up making it harder for them in their next relationship, because now they're going to be, Thinking about like, okay, they have to navigate this hurt that they had. Right. And they're going to have to heal from that. And now whoever is there on the other side of it that's actually meant for this man. Right. He's going, she is going to have to like, you know, have to deal with somebody who is scarred and damaged versus if, if, you know, as women, as men, as people, if we're truly honest and we start treating people instead of like placeholders and objects, Mm -hmm. if we start treating them like human beings and being honest about how we feel. And even if it's uncomfortable, then it might hurt for a second, but at least you can go on and, and not make these types of decisions that impact your whole life for someone that really wasn't even here for you. Right. And is not even able to answer simple questions from you mm-hmm. or give you a straight, like she gave him that thumbs up. Like what the F was that? I'm sorry. I, I don't feel like Camille's intentions were, were great from the beginning with Jameson. No. So for me, he gets so many brownie points for number one, dealing with the bullshit. Yeah. He's loving her. He's trying to be with her. He's giving up his, his uh, an opportunity mm-hmm. just to be with her. And, and I'm, I, I mean, I'm not saying everybody's meant to be together, but um, I, I don't think it was true intention from the beginning with Camille. No, I think I think she was doing the same thing. Ian was doing. Yeah, I think I think that they're low key met for each other. I 100 percent could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't they, be surprised. Now, I'm not saying that that's that's, you know, great, but I, I could see that. 
Do you think Ian will get back with this girl? This other girl? Oh, uh, I don't know. That's actually a good question. I I don't know. What do you I, think? I don't know. I think I think that Camille and Ian are going to have to figure out what the F they want with each other and they're going to have to heal whatever it is and that they might not come out on the other side of this. What I think typically happens in these spaces is that you end up with neither. You end up with neither because you, you, you know, and, and, and granted, like the girl was right. I don't know her name. We'll figure that out later. She was right in that she, she was with him right you know and she decided to move across the country and she moved across the country to New York but see that's what I'm saying is that when the when the intention is true but culturally two different women Mm, okay culturally that's a whole nother conversation you you got okay that is that's that was gonna say you need to expound on that but we don't need to that that is a that is a whole nother conversation of you know culturally um she appeared to be uh Indian Mm-hmm. And um, I think that their traditions um, are, even though we live in a patriarchal society, I think it's, it's on to another marry level. off. Is huh? Mary. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's a lot. But of not the, no black man. That's the, <laughs> that's a lot of the world today. Yeah. That yeah. we live in. Yeah. So, with that being said, personally. Ian or Jameson? What would you guys choose? What would you choose, people that are listening to this podcast? What would you do if if you found that your man was kissing the ex-girlfriend that keeps coming around? First of all, though, what's unrealistic about these shows? In what world do you got to choose from them two men? Like, I mean, you talking about... A fine chef and a, a fine professor, man. Like, most of the time, it's not. Right. Like, reality check. I think at that point, it's all about, do you do you connect with this person, right? Can you imagine yourself being with them? Because you're not going to end up with everybody. I Look, if I had to choose between the two... Girl... I might actually choose Ian. Ah, but why? <laughs> why? Because he's a little dysfunctional and I am too. <laughs> There's dysfunction and I, I think I I feel like and, and, and granted, I don't know. I think it's I think for me, a big thing about about things for me is just how you treat me. Yeah. And I do think even though I do feel like sometimes these professors are kind of conceited and they kind of, you know, so I don't know. I, I don't remember everything from that first season to know, like to really get a grasp for their relationship. And if there was some aspects of it that were disingenuous or like, or, or just kind of him being, uh, you know. I think they go into that into this next season. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So it depends. I think, you know, Megan Good has, or not Megan, well, Megan, but Camille, she got two good choices. I mean, who has two good 
choices. But you know what? I mean, I don't know. Like, this is good questions for Ian. The fact that she's left your ass and decided not to go with you to another yeah. country. But now that you're back and you're staying here, she's now available to you. That's a reflection of her stagnant energy. I'm sorry. And I shouldn't say that, but I just think it's like, it speaks so many volumes to the actual relationship itself. Yep. Sorry. No, I'm trying to, to angle the mic. Okay. Okay. But anyways, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think they're flawed. Yeah. They're flawed. I can see where Camille comes from, but I also don't want no problems with no, no, uh, I wouldn't have put myself in the situation that Camille did. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I would like if, if he came back and he got a with woman, a whole nother woman. I, look, I don't want no parts of that. And the day before his wedding. I, I just I would not and, have put myself in that situation. And the fact that Quinn designed the dress and they dropped oh, it off together. Hell no. No. Yeah. You don't no, do I wouldn't stuff do like that. that. I would not have put myself in either situation. I probably want something for me. Once it's over, it's over. <laughs> This is four years. It's like, maybe we have a conversation. Maybe, maybe we don't even have a, maybe I say, Hey, hi, and call it a day. Right. That's it. But I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not messing with no married man because why? I mean, and you already have a, a dude that, you know, so, cause why, why? That's what some people like sometimes. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I definitely can see it like on both, both fields. Fields. Yeah, I don't know. I I personally wouldn't have if I was Camille wouldn't have accepted Ian back. You would not have said yeah. No, I, I think because yeah. you it's so quick. And I'm not saying love can't true love can't exist, but like you literally asked this woman to marry you. It's a day before her wedding. Yeah, and I would hate for him as a woman. Yes, as a woman. And I would have hated for him to just continue to push through that and, you know, act like nothing happened. But you notice how he was about to do that, though? How he was about to what? He was about to act like the kiss with Camille didn't happen for the I second he time. Was about to lie That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He tried it. He tried it. He that was that did show his character. You that you, did show his listen, character. Listen, you ain't playing. You me sat in. there and tried to lie to this woman, knowing damn well your tongue was down. The That's what I'm saying. Ain't nobody thinking about Ian. I'm sure listen, not. Listen, you right. You right. I have to change my decision because <laughs> that right there. You brought that up. That yeah. You sat there and tried to lie to this woman. Yeah. You really tried to lie to her face. And she was going to let you get away with it. She was. But then she was like, nah, partner. I just sat here. You ain't about to gas like me. So I, I think there's a lot of like awareness in this situation, like in this example, there's a lot of listening. There's a lot of, um, you know, true love and what that means. And, and I think it more emphasizes the point of why you take your time, why you take your time. And then why you make sure that you are in a space right to be able to love somebody else exactly truly yep because i don't think camille needs to be with anybody right now no that girl and i don't think ian should be either she just needs to sit down they need to sit down and figure out what you want 
Because at the end of the day, you're just going to keep hurting other people yep. until you truly figure out. And making the same mistakes. And making the same mistakes notice, with the same people. Notice how Jameson, second man, now asked her to move out of the state. Yeah. So yeah. that lets me know that the cycle of what you're supposed to learn has not been learned you yet. You haven't learned yet. No. And, and it's because you haven't taken the time to really right. do the work that you need right. to do. No. Nah. So I sorry, Ian. I would have left your ass. Yeah, he, like he is fine. He is fine, but that ain't enough. No, it's not enough. It's not enough when you talk about. I think I was watching. Um, I was on Instagram, mm-hmm. and I will wrap soon because I know how long do we want these to be? Uh, maybe an hour. An hour. I think an hour to an hour and a half is okay. That yeah, I think that's okay. So. Anyways, I was listening and I was listening. I was on Instagram stories Mm -hmm. and I think it was a question. And I think Deion Sanders actually answered it. And I'm not going to, you know, you feel what you need to feel about him. But um, it's not about that. It's really it was it said, will you choose peace or would you choose love? Peace. Same. Peace. Peace. Every day. Peace. Peace every single freaking day. And that's day. not an easy thing because I've, I've t- met women and talked to women that say, well, I just, I would rather do this and then not be alone. You get your ass a dog. Okay. Because that's peace. Because at the end of the day, I, I have to be able to breathe. You know, like I have to be able to be like good in right. my situation in my life because right. I, peace cultivates so much joy and just an, a more fulfilled life and it doesn't mean that you're not going to have lonely moments but what you do is when you take those that's when you spend time with the people you love the most your friends your family but that's so much better than being in a relationship that is draining and not returning anything to you my question on that is can you have true love if you don't have peace <laughs> Um, it is that love is, is love without peace really love? I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about that one. My, my, my perspective is that love shouldn't be hard. I agree. I think that two people that only two people that are at peace with themselves can truly experience love. A hundred percent agree. That that's my thing. So I would choose peace because if I don't have peace, I can't have love because I can't have love with myself if I don't have peace with myself. Right. Exactly. And that's the only way I can truly love somebody else. Wow. Very powerful. You know who? Deion Sanders. Listen, he he ain't all that in all the ways. But sometimes these people be saying some stuff that, that makes they sense. They got some golden nuggets there. They be having some golden well, nuggets. I mean, after you go through so much shit in life, oh, you know, yeah. I would hope that you would. Certain I'm, age. I'm not, I'm not talking about Dion, but I'm just saying in general. In general. He's yeah. of a certain age. He's had stuff. He's had unpeaceful situations. He's had those. I'm sorry. I, I would do peace, but I, I agree to your point, Stacey. I, I mean, it's hard to say. I, I just don't see you when it's meant to be you having to deal with a whole bunch of chaos. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and you being able to really find love through right. the chaos, because sometimes we are just trying to get through each day. And even if somebody's there, 
It's like, but 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 we live in a society that breeds that. Mm. You know, to me, that yeah. it breeds wanting to perform. Yeah. We talk about that perform a relationship. Yep. And we try to perform a relationship with somebody else before we have a, a true relationship with ourselves. Instead of actually being in it and understanding being, yourself, understanding yes. that other person. Yep. And I think, honestly, what's beautiful about even shows like this is it, it is the characters are very flawed. Mm-hmm. And even like the book we read recently, American Marriage, it's hard to actually like, like you can't, that you don't have, there's not a right or wrong character. Yeah. There's not a good or bad. There's just people living their lives and I think that's what makes shows and books. That's what makes them good because you can, that's our lives are like that. There's been times when I've been dead ass wrong. I'll admit it on the podcast. Stacy was wrong, you know, but then there's also times where I feel like I made sense and I was right and I made good decisions, but life is just, it's not about getting it right. It's no. about learning from it. And I think that's also an influence of Western society. You know, it's, and I, I, I probably shouldn't even say that, but I feel like sometimes we look at relationships so wrong. Yeah. You know, and what they're for. People do do things mainly for shows sometimes versus actual love. Actual love. I don't, I don't, I don't, I really don't know that people, that people, a lot of people truly have experienced love. I, I wonder that too. I, I know I have it. Not in a romantic sense. Hmm. I have I have in a, in a family and relationship sense, but not not romantic. Because I feel like as a woman, sometimes there's an expectation that you perform a girlfriend or you perform a wife, right? You know, and it's like I ne- I can't do that. I cannot be a wife. Like in in the in the perform in the in the to just to just to no, you're just doing it just because no, I could marry somebody, right? But I can't be a wife. Hmm. I, I can just be myself. And if you want to spend your life with me, then, and I want to spend my life with you, it's mutual, then we can get married. And it's going to be real. It's going to be real. I don't perform- need you to be a husband. We're not performing anything. I need you to be yourself. Right. And I need you to be honest with me. And I need you to be comfortable with me. And I need us to be friends. All right. You, y'all hear this? This is what I need. Amen. I mean, if I'm going to get married to you or else I'm just going to keep my peace and be by myself. Right. And that, that, that is okay. <laughs> okay. What, what do we want to do right now? Do we want to go into another one of these or do we want to close out like how do we what do we want to do i think we should close it out close it out because this is a hour long podcast and i think we have to be able to maintain the attention yes without doing too much if that makes sense yes because we can talk all night oh yeah we already know this we know we've been talking and we're i got here when did i get here seven something and it's 11 and we're already on a um we're already almost at an hour. We're already past an hour. Yeah. And it, it'll probably be more like an hour once we edit. Yeah. 
Um, so how do we want to close our podcast out? I mean, I definitely want us to be very intentional about it. And I want us to be able to leave you guys with something that makes you feel good about yourself mm-hmm. and something that makes you feel good about life and positive like, and, and optimistic in this crazy ass world. So what I will say real quick, and it might sound random, but, um, you know, there was a huge freaking earthquake in Turkey Mm. and a lot of people lost their lives at one time in Syria in Syria, both of them. And, you know, I had a, a colleague that I work with who lives in Turkey and I reached out to him just to make sure he was okay. And his family was okay. And he's like, yeah, we're okay. Thanks for, thanks for, you know, reaching out. But my, our hearts are still hurting, Mm. you know, because of the devastation of it. Right. So I don't say that to make sadness, but it's just how short this life is and and how fragile it is, how fragile it is, how one moment like we're sitting here and we have this beautiful opportunity to be around each other, to have popcorn, to have wine and like. But just like that, people were sitting in their homes and they were creating things or they were experiencing love or they were just experiencing their kids or they might have been experiencing heartbreak. And they were destroyed and they were destroyed like instantly, instantly. So it's it's not to cause any anxiety or anything, but I think it's to make sure that we we talk. You said intention mm-hmm. and that we are living intentional lives. Right. And that we aren't using people and that we're actually understanding where we have gaps and looking to do what we need to do to fill those gaps so that we can bring joy to the world because you don't know. I think too, like just being grateful for every moment you have, because you never know, you never, your environment, you know, loving who you can. And I think, um, you know, one thing I I will relate back to the, this episode Mm -hmm. is that, you know, looking at Camille, sometimes we, the things that are the most important in our mind Mm -hmm. that we put at the forefront is not really the most important, right? It's about that. It's about keeping that person, that connection. Yeah. And so I feel like going back to your point of, you know, some of the things, the events that have happened, it's just keeping those small moments into perspective and taking really showing gratitude because not present. Right. Because not everybody has that opportunity to wake up and be in a comfortable position. No. And, and it also goes to show there's somebody was telling me that it's not in the whole day. There's nothing that you do that somebody didn't lose their life doing. Right. Whether it be waking up in the morning, somebody's died like that. You know, and I don't want to wow. see a morbid, but driving in your car. No, but I think that's. breakfast. Yeah. These are all things like there's we're, no. We're, we're not distanced from anything that no, could happen. No, no. And that's why I think. It's so important to have these types of platforms and to create com- community. Right. So that people know that like you guys aren't by yourselves. Right. Like we've experienced loss. We're here. We're and a community. We've experienced right. things. 
And, you know, we are going to do our best to be vulnerable and to be able to have certain conversations. Right. Because we want people to know that they aren't by themselves and that their life has freaking value every single day, every moment, every everything means something. Wow. It's not wasted. It does. So. Is that it? I think so. Is that it? Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you. We appreciate you listening to our our discussion, our topic, some of our nonsense. And so we look forward to next week's episode and we'll come come back with some more juicy topics to look at and discuss. Yes. And don't be a stranger. Hit us up. You know, if you see us on, you know, we have our, our Instagram. Right. Um, we'll have that in the notes of the show. And then also we're thinking about like a YouTube type deal as we start to navigate, you know, Phoenix, um, you know, for the next few months, because, you know, I might not be. <laughs> but that's a whole other topic. So thank you guys. It's been a pleasure. I hope I didn't talk too much, India. No. Because you know I talk a lot. It will, but we both have the tendency to talk it's a lot. ramble. Oh, and the connection is good. It's good. So until next time, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Peace and love. Peace out.